Hello, hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to The Brave, monthly podcast where I talk about topics that are geared to us living a productive life, loving ourselves as well as others a bit more, and ultimately growing to become a better version of ourselves. The journey across and beyond will be thrown in once in a while. It's basically me talking about random things in my life. It's more like bringing me closer to you. My name is Michael Olani, and if you will, Mandra Michaels. It's so lovely to have you join me here. Other times, I won't be doing this alone. I'll have other amazing people who would either anchor with me or will be interviewed. Anyways, all the opinions shared on this podcast are majorly subjective. It's yours to do whatever you would with it. But majorly, I do hope you pick a theme or two. Welcome to the best days of our life. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of The Rave. Today, as you already know, we're going to be talking about Be More. And it's basically about the contentment premise. As a child, I grew up with the mentality that wanting more than you currently have is kind of like wrong. And that at all points, you ought to be comfortable with where you are at the moment. Honestly, this, this makes absolute sense if you ask me. There's a flaw to this school of thought that I have come to realize over time by observation and personal experience. First, let's check how the dictionary defines the word contentment. According to the English dictionary, it is the happiness in one situation. Note, it said happiness. You could be happy with your job and still desire to explore more job opportunities with better pay and welfare. You could be happy with your present level of intellect and knowledge about a certain subject matter. But do you know what there is to know? Are you up to date on the most recent trends? Let's bring it home a little bit. How many of us have ever been shut up for wanting to be more than we currently are? You hear things like, your ojukukuru is too much. Uh Uh-uh. You better be grateful for what you have. If you get all this, what will the other people get? You are being greedy, my friend. You know, (laughs) we've had things like that. While there is a balance to this, know that in all your wanting to be better, it it should come from a heart of gratitude. Gratitude for where you are on your way to where you ought to be. There's an inherent nature in man that just wants to dominate and become better and grow. And it's how we've been wired by the creator. It's a pity that some ignore the nature or even are unaware of its existence. You think what you're earning is the best you can earn? You think your impeccable diction is all that you can be, all that you can have? You think that current level is the best of what God has desired for you? I think not. So I read this book earlier this year, The Spirit of Leadership by Miles Monroe. Um, there's a story of a lion, which I'm going to recite or read. Anyone? There was once a farmer who lived in this village and also was a herder of sheep. One day, he took his sheep out to pasture, and while they were grazing, he suddenly heard a strange noise coming from a patch of grass. It first sounded like a kitten. Led by his curiosity, the old shepherd went to see what was the source of this insistent sound and to his surprise he found a lone shivering lion cub, obviously separated from his family. His first thought was the danger he would be in if he stayed too close to the cub and his parent returned. So the old man quickly left the area and watched from a distance to see if the mother lion or the pack would return. However, after the sun began to set, and there was still no activity to secure this lion cub. The shepherd decided that, in his best judgment 
and for the safety and survival of the Lion Club. He will take him to his farmhouse and care for him. Over the next 8 months, the shepherd had fed this cub with fresh milk and kept him warm, safe and secure in the protective confines of the farmhouse. After the cub had grown into a playful and ejected ball of shiny muscle, he would take him out daily with the sheep to graze. The lion cub grew with the sheep and became a part of the herd. They accepted him as one of their own and he acted like one of them. After 15 months had passed, the little cub had become an adolescent lion, but he acted, sounded, responded and behaved just like one of the sheep. In essence, the lion had become a sheep by association. He had lost himself and become one of them. One hot day, four years later, the shepherd sat on a rock taking refuge in the slight shade of a leafless tree. He watched over his flock as they wandered into the quiet flowing water of a river to drink. The lion who thought he was a sheep followed them in the water to drink. Suddenly, just across the river, there appeared out of the thick jungle bush a large beast that the lion cub had never seen before. The sheep panicked and as if under the spell of some survival instinct, leaped out of the water and dashed towards the direction of the farm. They never stopped until they were all safely huddled behind the fence of the pen. Strangely, the lion cub, who was now a grown lion, was also huddled with them, stricken with fear. While the flock scrambled for the safety of the farm, the beast made a sound that seemed to shake the forest. Seven days passed without further incident. And then, while the flock grazed, the young lion went down to the river to drink. As he bent over the water, he suddenly panicked and ran wildly towards the farmhouse for safety. The sheep did not run and wondered why he had, while the lion wondered why the sheep had not run since he had seen the beast again. After a while, the young lion went slowly back to the flock and then to the water to drink again. Once more, he saw the beast and froze in panic. It was his own reflection in the water. While he tried to understand what he was seeing, suddenly the beast appeared out of the jungle again. The flock dashed with breathneck speed towards the farmhouse. But before the young lion could move, the beast stepped in the water towards him and made that deafening sound that filled the forest. For a moment, the young lion felt his life was about to end. He realized that he saw not just one, but two, one in the water and one before him. His head was spinning with confusion as the beast came within 10 feet of him and growled at him face to face with frightening power in a way that seemed to say, try it and come and follow me. As fear gripped the young lion, he decided to try to appease the beast and make the same sound. However, the only noise that came from his gapping jaws was the sound of a ship. The beast responded with an even louder voice that seemed to say, TRY IT AGAIN! After 7 or 8 attempts, the young lion suddenly heard himself make the same sound as the beast. He also felt stirrings in his body and feelings that he had never known before. It was as if he was experiencing a total transformation in mind, body and spirit. Suddenly, there stood in the river of life two beasts growling at and to each other. Then the shepherd saw something he would never forget as the beastly sound filled the forest for miles around. The big beast stopped, turned his back on the young lion and started towards the forest. Then he paused 
and looked at the young lion one more time and growled as if to say, Are you coming? And the young lion knew what the gesture meant and suddenly realized that his day of decision had arrived. The day he would have to choose whether to continue to live life as a sheep or to be the self he had just discovered. He knew that to become his true self, he would have to give up the safe, secure, predictable and simple life of the fam and enter the frightening, wild, untamed, unpredictable, dangerous life of the jungle. It was a day to become true to himself and leave the false image of another life behind. It was an invitation to a ship to become the king of the jungle. Most importantly, it was an invitation for the body of a lion to possess the spirit of a lion. After looking back and forth at the fam and the jungle a few times, the young lion turned his back on the fam and the sheep with whom he had lived for years and he followed the beast into the forest who he always had been, a lion king. Note that if the lion was left alone, he would have continued being a sheep, which he isn't. But as a result of the circumstances and situations, just like you who is where you are and aren't comfortable with or not satisfied with what you're earning, you've learned to accept it, just like the lion in our story. Today, I'm the other lion calling you into the deep, a place of endless possibilities, a place of growth and development, a call to becoming all that you are, all that you were made to be. Now, listen, in this jungle of growth are many challenges that may try to contend with your identity, but nothing changes the fact that you are a lion and you must roar. In fact, you're meant to roar. Listen, you've been a sheep for long enough, but I challenge you today to say that life you've always been wanting is found in the jungle. Contentment, as I would define it, is being grateful for where you are on your way to where you ought to be and not just being where you are without trying to make efforts we tend to get caught in that cycle where we just become comfortable well nigeria is hard everything is hard the, the, the economy is is not going as it ought to be so i could i'll just feel free and be comfortable here no that is not the original design for you that is not what it is meant to be you could be contented and still want more so this is a challenge for you to become more in terms of the way you speak in terms of the way you dress in terms of your personal relationship with people in terms of your career you can be more yes you are at the peak but then there is more the sky is wide enough and then above the sky there are other places and measures that you can attempt to attain while being grateful for where you are Again, I would say, this is not trying to tell you that, oh, where you are currently is an evil place, run away from it. No, that is not the message I'm trying to pass across today. The message I'm trying to pass across is that you can be more. And contentment doesn't mean you should be lackadaisical about where you are. A lot of us are being shortchanged today because we've decided to become comfortable with where we are. But there is more. Being comfortable with where you are makes you lazy and not try to reach out. You can be more. And to me, that is how to define contentment. As I said earlier, being grateful for where you are on your way to where you ought to be. 
I hope you were able to pick a thing or two from today's episode. Please feel free to like, share, comment, and I'll see you in the next podcast. And yeah, by the way, this year, I'm going to be having a lot of collaborations with amazing, amazing minds. We're going to be talking about numerous, amazing things, basically. Just fingers crossed. Yeah, thank you for always listening. I think this is the first, yeah, not I think, this is the first episode of the year. This is me saying, Happy New Year. Welcome to your best year yet. You know now, it's always love from here. Until next time, it will be the rave. Leave love grow.